0: RJ, great to uh, meet. Excited to talk, my friend. What's going on? I'm excited oh. as well. I like, I, out of the gate, I'm doing some research about you. And like the, like, the one thing I couldn't get over was I stumbled over the TCU mascot, the horned frog. Like, I just like, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings on the horned frog? Like, I went back and forth in my head, to be honest. And and by the way, whoever's listening, Google it if you have never seen the, uh, the horned frog here. I actually think he's kind of badass. I don't know. What's your opinion?
1: Yes. No, first and foremost, always go frogs. Um, okay, it is yeah. dope. It's it, super unique. Um, uh, I think we have probably the most unique uh mascot around. Yeah. I mean, it's a frog, it's a you know, horn frog that I guess I didn't know it was a real animal until like my third year being here, but yeah. I guess it's some type of venom out its eyes, and so that's why sometimes in the uniform in the uniforms you see little red. Uh, it kind of resembles blood or the venom or whatnot, but yeah. no, it's
0: it's a super super frog is that's my guy. All right, cool, cool. Uh, You sent me down a rabbit hole of corn uh, frogs or a corn frog hole here, so uh, thank you for that. But man, you um, you're you're. I was just looking into your family. You guys have a crazy, your you know, just your whole environment from your you know siblings to your parents to your you know grandparents of uh you know athletics and all that and your grandfather joe who played 10 seasons in the nfl for the san diego Charger, chargers like like uh, you know i know he's passed but uh, you know was he an influence on you and talk to me about him
1: for sure that was that was like my idol like you know yeah. it like, still is you know passed rip but um he, he's the one who really got me into sports obviously my dad played basketball um, but you know my my dad was overseas a lot, so you know, I was around my grandfather a lot. Right. And, and you know, football is like the main thing. I want to play football. I played all the way up until like my eighth grade year, and uh, stopped playing. Transitioned to basketball. He he didn't like yeah. it, but uh, we stayed close. We stayed we stayed super close. And yeah, he just I mean, just watching him and how he carries himself. Um, and he just always you know taught me a lot of things through sports, and how it's also better him off the floor or, or the field. Um, in his case as well. So, yeah, he's that. I mean, that's that's my idol, um, on on the floor and off.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was checking out pictures of him, and it was, like old school, like some badass, like yeah, cool. That was football, man, back then.
1: Real football, I mean. Yeah. barely had a face mask, playing through concussions. Yeah. It was dangerous, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Is there any piece of advice he ever gave you, or something you kind of carry through with you to help you uh, stay motivated?
1: Right, um. Confidence, man. Confidence, confidence, it wins. I mean, it's everything. I think, um, you know, there's there's a balance between confidence and arrogance, but, you yeah. that, I mean, that you can train all you want you can study the game all you want and feel like you're on point. But if you go into any situation, whether it be sports or in life and you're unsure about yourself, um, so mo- most of the time it's not going to work out on, uh, you know, get a second guess, you're not going to achieve, you know, what you want to achieve. So, Obviously, the work comes first, but uh, he was always he was always big on confidence. And if you were around him, he was he was super cocky, <laughs> and it rubbed off on me. But you know, he, yeah. he got the job done and everything he did. So he was he always yeah. uh, made sure I understood that you know confidence is key.
0: It's interesting because you, you speak of confidence, and I, uh, I was actually thinking about that because just looking at kind of your history and and, and with um, playing basketball and you know you went un- undrafted and uh you know you joined the heat in the summer league before signing with the Cavs for a bit and and now i know you're you're overseas in europe and i i'm like i can't imagine what that process must have been like for you but i was going to what i wanted to ask is like what you told yourself in those moments and I, I i was just thinking you must have had a lot of confidence and you had to keep believing in yourself right yeah that's man you hit it right
1: on the head i mean going undrafted um it's it's you're going into the world of the unknown. I mean, you know, you work your whole life um, to hear your name called or you get to a team and, you know, the day it comes and you don't know where you're going to go. And then yeah. all, you know, getting phone calls and then you hop on a plane, play with Miami. And then, you know, that doesn't work out. And so Cleveland calls two weeks later while you're just sitting at home, you go, you know, you stay ready. And you go a training camp and yeah, confidence and you know, confidence in myself, but also the work I put in was super huge. And then uh, obviously I was blessed to play with the Cavs for a year and a half and then, you know, went to Europe and, you know, that kind of fell through. But now I'm kind of in that same same boat again. I'm a free agent uh, waiting for my next opportunity. Um, so, yeah, that's <laughs> but I'm super confident still, man. That's yeah. that's always that's always
0: my advantage was there something you told yourself in those moments and whether it's from draft night or other th- moments that like just kept yourself moving on and, and was it your, was it joe was it your grandfather just saying have confidence have confidence
1: yeah it was a little bit you know i had his frame there next to me throughout the whole process um with this jersey um but at the same time i just told myself man you're here for a reason i mean yeah. not a lot of people can say they're able to go into the, the draft process and actually have some interest from from professional organizations so you know, I just told, told myself, you know, be easy, relax, and just, you know, you're here for a reason. You know, whatever. Yeah. I was prepared for whatever um, the yeah. day before the draft, the day before training camp. But like I, I knew I was, you know, underdog, and I'm trying to fight my way back, you know, to the top. And I'm doing that again now. So and just take my, take it easy and just understand that I'm
0: here for a reason
1: and just go do the thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. So let's, let's jump backwards a little bit. So how did you make that decision between uh, basketball and football? I mean, especially in Texas, man, I feel like Texas, it's like like just to be under those lights on Friday night, like how did you choose to be inside of playing basketball?
1: Bro, it was crazy. So, man, I, I'm playing football all the way up to eighth grade year. I separate my shoulder. They had me splitting. I was playing quarterback. I was playing full-time quarterback oh, wow. in, school in eighth grade. And they wanted me to split time because I don't know. I was a new kid coming in. I don't know. But I'm playing running back. I haven't played running back since I was like, eight, seven years old, <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah. I'm going there and just fell, wrong, fell the wrong way, separated my shoulder, and I was like, okay, I'm going to take a break from football and just go all basketball my freshman year of high school. So I transferred to Keller High School, played uh, freshman, my freshman year, made the varsity team, and actually started, which is pretty cool. I really didn't have a, a good year. I mean, you know, I was averaging like two, three. Yeah. I was out there. I was pretty athletic and could make the right play sometimes and then I just worked hard that summer and then that fall I was really thinking about playing football again and that fall I went to this this camp called Pangos uh all south camp I don't know if they have it anymore and yeah. got a ball's life mixtape back when if you got a ball's life mixtape you're on top of the world yeah. Now. yeah. Not everyone gets mixtapes but I got my first ball's life mixtape and I boom next thing I know Shaka Smart was calling uh Scott Drew was calling I'm like oh <laughs> like, yeah it was for real and
0: that was it yeah that's pretty uh that's pretty awesome it's a, it's a great great story because it's hard to pass up I'm sure in Texas like oh, yeah. under the lights quarterback under the lights baby I but, still run
1: around with of my friends that are in the NFL and I still throw the ball to them and stuff when they come in for yeah. all
0: season I love the game I love football yeah that's awesome uh, so so take us to now right and, and and kind of where where you are first like uh, first, I want to start with just that transition to playing overseas, and and right. I, I, to be honest, I don't know much about overseas basketball, you know. And so, talk to us about that a little bit.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be completely transparent. It was a it was a rushed decision um, to go overseas. Um, you know, I finished up with the Cavs, you know, got released. It is what it is. That's what sports is. Um, but I felt like I should have gave myself a little more grace, a little more time and tried some different situations, whether it be G League, and you know, try to get back on a contract. And, you know, I kind of just thought, you know, you know, an agency at the time was telling me I had some things lined up overseas and it was ultimately my choice. Yeah. Um, and I, just, I don't know, I just decided to go over there. I was going to make the same money I was making playing in the NBA. And it was a different path and I thought I could just come back in a few months. Um And, you know, I went over there and it was it was OK. And then unfortunately, just after my first game, I tear a muscle in my calf.
0: Yeah. And
1: at the time, I was already thinking like, I, man, do I want to just go back home and train and prepare to get back to my goal and my dream and stick? And it was crazy because as I'm thinking that the next game I played, that happened. I had a great game. and I tear a muscle in my calf. and I end up coming back and now I'm 100 percent. I'm better than ever now. But the overseas life was it was different, man. It was, a, it was yeah. a. I'm learning languages. It's a different culture, but it was a blessing, and it taught me a lot about myself. Taught me a lot about life, and it's helped me. So I'm, I'm super prepared for um, this journey uh, to get back into the NBA as a free
0: agent. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, what's the plan? What, what do we got going
1: on? Right. You so, know. Yeah. So um, just training. Uh, first things first, was getting healthy, and now that yeah, that was the last uh, last two months was just getting healthy, getting stronger. I built that up and now it's just hitting everything super hard um, You know, from my shots and my conditioning, my footwork, everything, my handling is, you know, just making sure that's super crisp. So when I have these calls, I got, you know, quite a bit of interest from some NBA teams and uh, they're they're looking to bring me in in June. Uh, once those little workouts start and mini camp start. And so my, my whole thing right now is just staying, staying even kill. Cause one day they could, you know, it is,
0: you know, yeah. like,
1: they love you, they need you, and who knows? A trade can happen. They get three extra draft picks and two new guys in free. So I'm just not even trying to get too ahead of myself. I know how it is, but I'm I'm excited, man, because I know, you know, I'm just going to be ready for any, any opportunity that presents itself. And there will be some opportunities this June, and I just got to make sure I'm ready to season.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, so let's jump off the court a little bit and talk about what you, you have going on uh you you and your dad have uh, RNJ Elite so what what's RNJ Elite and, and tell us about that
1: right so RNJ Elite I started this is
0: the second year now
1: um I just wanted to to give something back into the community that I was raised in which was um a small town it's a little bigger now Keller, texas in that tarrant county area um there just wasn't enough basketball in that area um uh, when I was growing up, I always had to go to the inner city and, you know, try to guess play on teams and make a name for myself. And, you know, that gets tricky because then parents get unhappy, players are unhappy. They start treating you a certain way and you're 12, 13 years old, you don't know how, that, how to to handle it. So I always wanted to do something for the kids in this area to give them that same platform that um, all the other, you know, teams get, whether it be inner city or circuit teams or, well, no, nah, I was wanted to get that same opportunity to a smaller town. And uh, so when I became a pro, like, that was on my bucket list. And um, basically my dad had an AAU team, and basically we just turned it into R&J Elite. Uh, I started sponsoring some things. He brought some players over. I knew some players, <clears throat> some young guys coming up. that are actually really good. And we got it going. And it was kind of last minute, but it's it's taking huge leaps. Um, first year, we had a really good year. This summer, we actually got a New Balance deal. Um, oh, the I new balance saw that man um trying to work our way to get to that new balance Pro 16 which is even more exclusive and so it's it's taking huge strides and it's going to keep getting bigger and bigger and the plan is way beyond basketball honestly like we're hoping that you know volleyball um, you know foundations or we actually partnered with Christ Haven uh a church for kids and hoping eventually we can we're actually wor- working on a facility being built on the uh, church grounds um, uh, for the team and so it's it's a a lot going on man it's a process but it's it's way bigger than you know just the basketball aspect that's just the main thing right now but
0: yeah that's super i hold that super close to my heart for sure that's awesome we'll make sure to include links so the community here can uh support you but is there anything else you have going on that like you know that's what that's why i've kind of done this community here at playing field so we can support each other anything else you want to share with us off the court or you know that we can support
1: right um i'm i'm just trying to get as knowledge the most knowledge as possible i've been reading reading some books on investing and real estate. I, you know, I want to get into these things, but it's like, I'm not really sure where to start. So if anyone has any tips or any pointers yeah. or where I need to go and you know as far as real estate or investing in stocks, and I've been reading, uh, reading on things like that. And I'm really open to anything, man. I love art, love music. Um, if anyone wants to collab and get a studio going, like that was something on my bucket list as well. Um, I'm all for everything. Like you only live once. So I'm trying to maximize my time and, you know, just tap into different things and
0: expand my horizons. I love it, man. I love it. And so the final question, right. And you could play, let's say you could play anybody one-on-one basketball. And I, I like, right. I feel like the easy, I, I was like, I was thinking about this question in my head, but I'm like, everybody's just going to say MJ. Like you can't say like, yeah. you can't say MJ who you play. And by the way, it could be like, it could, doesn't have to be a basketball player. It doesn't have to be an athlete who you play in yeah. one-on-one.
1: Oh,
0: it was great. One-on-one, I got to – Like, what do you say said, MJ? Because that I feel like that's what came to my mind right away. That's just like – it feels like such an easy answer. For
1: me, for me, RIP, it would have been Kobe. You know, Kobe, that's, Kobe. that's, yeah. that's my favorite player of all. Take him over yeah. Jordan. So, if he – it would be him, if anyone. Um, yeah. But – Could you take wide. him? Probably.
0: Could you have taken – like, could you have – like, would it have been like are oh, – you're playing to 10. How do you How do you do against Kobe? Bro, it honestly depends on how he's feeling that <laughs> yeah, day.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, he's on he's the <laughs> Play the best defense. you can, And there's not many like that. Like, you can do everything yeah. right. And they just – they've mastered their game, man. And yeah. so it'd be Kobe, but now it'd be Kyrie, honestly. Yeah, Kyrie, yeah, yeah. I love Kyrie. I've uh, never really got to guard him. But, I, like, things he does is, like – it's just, like, he doesn't plan it. And those are the – those are the most dangerous – Curry's like that. Those are the most dangerous yeah. people to play against, man.
0: They just yeah. play, and whatever happens, they have a
1: for it, man. So
0: probably Kyrie. Yeah, I spend – my career and everything has been really in the football world, but – and I know how much time the – you know, um, really just these NFL players spend studying up on the other teams and the players. Like, I know obviously you do the same thing in basketball, but is there is there a current, current player? Like, is it Kyrie, the guy where you just watch like – and kind of, like, take notes on, and, and do you spend a lot of time watching?
1: Um, A little bit. You know, his game is, is completely different than mine. He has a lot of flair in his game. I mean, I have some flair, but, like, some of the things he does, like, I really don't think you can you can just yeah. try. It. I feel like that's, that's something, like, that's super special, man. I feel like yeah. more – me, it's like I'm a bigger guard, so I like looking at guys like Drew Holiday who play both ends of the floor, or Shay Alexander. I really love Shay Alexander. We actually have the same agent now. Um, his pace and the way he uses his big frame, like he's not the fastest, but he gets to his spot. So I take little pieces from each each guy and try to implement it in mine. It's awesome, it's awesome. Well, <laughs> from your guy, uh, Brady. Yeah. <laughs> oh my time, like oh, yeah. my God, when I was playing quarterback, like I was like. I can run, but if I can throw like him, like, it's over. So, I still take it, but he analyzes the game and knows everything before it happens. So, I take things from Mm -hmm. everywhere.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, RJ, we'll be following along this, you know, this coming up summer. We'll we'll be following along close and supporting you and really appreciate your time today. And thanks for being part of this uh, playing field community.
1: Oh, for sure. I'm grateful for the opportunity, and I'll keep you guys updated along this journey. Mm -hmm.